0: Welcome to the Energy of Podcast. My name is Stephanie Lianos and I'm a light worker, an energy healer and a soul mentor. My intention with this podcast is to show you all how to access the infinite potential within you by exploring the practices, modalities and habits that transcend you beyond the limitation of the human experience. By tapping into the multidimensional aspects of our existence, we are given the opportunity to co-create a life of magic, freedom and joy, a life beyond our wildest dreams. On this podcast, I will be sharing with you the tools to connect you with your higher self, your soul and the divine guidance that exists within the spiritual realm. I want to give you the codes that allow you to heal your life from the inside out, access the wisdom that lies deep within your soul and to align your energetic frequency with whatever it is you desire in this lifetime. This podcast is a portal into the deepest corners of the subconscious, into the layers beneath the logical mind. I want to empower you to master your subconscious ecosystem so you can live in a constant state of magnetism. There is so much more to this world than what meets the human eye. And it is my mission in this incarnation to show you that you are beyond human. You are light. You are energy. You are infinite. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Energia podcast. I hope that wherever you are in the world right now, you're having a beautiful and high vibrational day, morning, evening, I am so excited to be back and recording again. I say be back as if I've taken a long time off. Two weeks is a long time for me to not record a podcast um, because I miss it so much when I'm not recording. But there has been a lot going on on this end. So many crazy little things falling into place, which is really, really exciting. I was reflecting back on a podcast I recorded a few months ago And I was remember saying in that podcast, like so many things need to fall into place in like a very exact way. And I have no idea how that is going to happen. Um, but of course, me being the delusional queen that I am, I have had faith since the beginning that regardless of how many intricate details there are to beautifully fall into this puzzle piece right now, into this puzzle, Um, I trust that it's going to happen and wow, the universe is truly delivering on every single level, like the timing, the manifestations, like yeah, it's pretty wild Um, and I am looking forward to sharing that journey once there is more completion to it. I love how many of you are involved and on the My House Move journey, um, I Can say that I have not heard back about the the miracle house yet, but I spoke to the real estate and they just, yeah, sounds like the owners are just taking their time. This beautiful house that we applied for has been unoccupied for a whole year, which to me is just wild, but energetically, I kind of love that. It means like the house has just like been in its own energy for a whole year, which was something that was weirdly on our manifestation list around the house that we um, around like me and my partner wrote a manifestation list about the house that we want, um, to get and having it being like energetically neutral was one of the things. So that is so odd, but you know, the universe works in its magical ways, but yeah, they haven't, um, like gone through the applications yet, or the owners haven't looked at the applications. I don't know. It's been a long time since I've been in the rental game because I own the place that I live in, um, So yeah, I don't know how long is a normal amount of time. So we'll see. But anyway, long story short, if I want to summarize the message I want to get out of sharing that with you, it's that the universe is benevolent and it is always working in your favor. And no matter how crazy or intricate or overwhelming you think your plan is for the future or so many things that you need to fall into place and you're thinking, how the fuck is this going to happen? I'm telling you now that if that path, that journey is meant for you, it will fall into place and it'll fall into place in ways that you could not have imagined. Like don't even try and figure out how it's all going to work out. Just show up, take control of what you can control and let the universe do the rest. Like, yeah, I am, I, I, I know this stuff and I live this and I work this and I teach this, but like when you see it taking place in your own life, it's honestly amazing to be a witness to the beautiful and miraculous and amazing ways that the uniform, I don't know why I was going to say uniform, (laughs) how the universe works. So take this as a reminder that you will be supported and things will fall into place. And it's not your job to figure out how the universe does its job. Like it's not your job to micromanage. It's your job to stay present, to focus on the things that you can control and to trust. And if you can't trust, then spend your time learning and practicing trust, not trying to figure out how it's all gonna happen. I think when people are going through journeys where there is a lot of unknown, there is this tendency to focus on how it's all going to work out. When really, if you took that energy and spent it on learning how to trust and practicing that and growing that and growing that belief system and growing that quality and learning how to embody that that is gonna do you so much more than trying to figure out how the universe works in its magical ways. So that's just a little bit of wisdom for you there. Today's episode is something that I'm really passionate about. And it's something that I think that when you become aware of this, you can't unsee it, you can't unhear it. And it's something that you're gonna start noticing in other people as well. And it might shock you just how I guess, unaware of it, you've been within yourself. So something that I talk about often, and I talked about a lot last year, was this concept that your words were spells. And I often say to people, if you knew that your words were casting energetic spells, would you change the way that you speak? Would you pay more attention to the way that you talk about yourself? Would you be more intentional about, the way that you talk about things, life, the universe, just anything, because we forget that our words have a particular vibrational frequency. And if you're doing all of the things in your own time, but then when you go and hang out with people, or you're like just unconsciously speaking to someone and you start saying, things that are disempowering or things that are negative or things that are really in dissonance with the person that you're trying to be in the future that you wanna have, that is affecting your vibration. Like imagine if you could see the energetic frequency vibrating around the words that come out of your mouth. Imagine if you could see the sentences that you say that are really disempowering and really negative, and you could see like that low, dense vibration around them. And then imagine if you could see the high, spacious, expansive vibration around things that you say that are really empowering and trusting and open and expansive. Then you would change the word, the way that you speak because you would be able to see actually the vibrational effects of everything that's coming out of your mouth that's obviously not something that is going to happen in this day and age unless of course you're like doing a mushroom journey or (laughs) or doing ayahuasca or some sort of psychedelic then yeah fuck yeah you could definitely see the vibration of the words coming out of your mouth but i definitely do not recommend being on psychedelics all the time so (laughs) instead of being able to see it you just have to be intentional and um and be thinking about this concept. Now, I wanna just preface this episode by saying, this is not a invitation to spiritually bypass your emotions. This is not a permission slip to positively flip statements or thoughts as a way to like pretend that you're not feeling negative or you're not feeling challenged or you're not feeling in a way that might not be quote unquote, high vibrational. That is not what this concept is about. This concept is about understanding the way that you disempower yourself by choosing to say things that are not in alignment with your power and with your essence. And the thing is, a lot of this happens in a unconscious way. And what I mean by that is most people aren't walking around going, by, going through their day really grounded and present and intentional. Most people are walking around this world stuck in their head, getting into conversations, saying things where they don't even actually realize the words that are coming out of their mouth. Now, of course, it, this happening on a you know less frequent um, instance is okay. But if you're consistently saying certain things and you're consistently speaking about yourself, about the world, about your experience in a way that is low vibrational and disempowering, those words are gonna create your reality. Everything that you say, everything that you think, everything that you experience has an alternate expression that still allows you to express the totality of your experience and your feelings and whatever's happening with you internally, while also reframing it in a way that is empowering to you or alternatively opens you up to the support f- that you desire. There is always a different way to say something, there is always an alternate yet still relevant and empowering and open way that you can speak about situations, even situations that are really difficult or really challenging. And this is honestly just about, and just remembering that we live in an energetic universe. We abide by the laws of vibration. We abide by the laws of quantum physics and our words fit into these same laws. We say so many words a day. We experience so many things And changing the way that you speak is going to do more for you than any sort of like manifestation practice, because this is real time adherence to the laws of vibration. This is real time practice of the law of attraction. So it's going to take some discernment. It's going to take some spiritual maturity and it's going to take some awareness of just the way that you're contributing to your own vibration. So I like to call this concept conscious expression. So this is about leaning away from the concept of negative and positive words or higher vibrational, lower vibrational, even though it even, even though it is that, I want to take it back a notch to this more empowering statement of conscious expression. So conscious expression is a framework that takes your feelings and your mindsets and reframes them in a way that gives you power and an open aura for universal support. So the mindset behind conscious expression is no matter what I'm feeling or experiencing, there is an expression that gives me acceptance, hope and courage. You can speak in a way that is really open and accepting and hopeful and real even while you're expressing your feelings through your body through a somatic way. I want you to be really aware of the difference. Expressing your feelings through your words is not expressing your feelings in a somatic way. You can feel the emotion of sadness. You can feel the emotion of anger. And whilst you're still in that really heightened state, speak about your experience in a way that is empowering for you. Talking about your feelings is very different from feeling your feelings. And I just want that to be clear as well. So I think the way that I see this the most, and I guess the way that I kind of cringe at this the most, this is kind of how this whole concept came into my field really. Have you ever noticed how often people talk negatively about money? I really often overhear people saying things like, oh, I can't afford that. That's out of our price range. I'm never gonna be able to afford that. Everything is so expensive. Money is so hard. Fuck money. Why is money so stressful? And they're like consistently talking about money in a negative way. Now, for sure, we're all gonna be in situations in our life where we have less money than we need in that moment to afford the things that we want to afford. And that is fact, and it's okay to be present with that fact and it's it's a smart financial decision to fully acknowledge that fact. But where you're letting yourself down or where this can become a disempowering conversation is when the way that you express that knowledge, that fact is through consistent reminders that you can't afford something or that something is currently out of your price range. And what I want to offer you now as an example of this is a whole bunch of different things that you can say other than I cannot afford it. And I think these examples are really going to solidify this concept of conscious expression. So I did this Instagram post and it said a shitload of things you can say, think, or feel other than I can't afford it or I have no money. I'll give you some examples. I'm prioritizing my money on other things right now. There will be more opportunities for me to have and do this in the future. I haven't been able to align myself with that purchase yet, but my energy is open to receiving guidance on how to do that. I don't have the money yet, but I'm really looking forward to receiving it and I fully trust the timeline of the universe. I'm actually really content with everything I have in my life right now. I don't really need this thing. I'm in the process of saving for it. Each week I get closer. I'm really excited to reach my savings goal. Unfortunately, I have found myself in some debt, but I'm taking the steps required right now to pull myself out of it and get back to a healthy monetary and financial position. I accept that this isn't a smart monetary decision for me right now, and that's okay. Even though I feel disappointed, I trust there will be another opportunity. I'm sure if I actually take a proper look at my spending and finances, I'll be able to understand how I can come up with the money for this. I'm feeling really restricted about my money situation right now, and I know that whilst uncomfortable, this is a great opportunity for me to rearrange and reassess the way that I'm spending and saving my money. I wonder if there's a cheaper alternative option that I can have or do until I'm ready to spend more. I notice that I'm feeling really blocked and stressed about money. I'm going to do what I need to do to regulate my nervous system. And then I'm going to sit down and look at exactly what I need to do here and what this situation is trying to reveal to me. Can you see how in all of those statements, you were able to hear the expression of the fact of the monetary situation, but every single statement also created an open energy and an open invitation for change. It created an open invitation for the universe to help out and it is not solidifying you into some box. It's not putting a ceiling above your head. It's acknowledging the situation as it is, but also acknowledging the fact that change is always possible and that things can be different. Now, Even while saying those sentences, it made me feel really empowered. It made me feel really, really good. And this is what I want you to begin doing in your life. This is one of those topics where, unfortunately, you're going to have to take a long, hard, loving look at yourself and think, Where am I disempowering myself through words, through phrases and statements and conversations that are probably happening really unconsciously? And how can I change this language around to really honor and reflect the fact that anything is possible and things are always changing? Money is a really good example because I feel that society drives the conversation around money whether it's inflation or recession or, you know, the newspapers love doing articles about family of four can't even afford groceries under $100 anymore. Like the world around us has a very fear-based conversation around money. So it becomes really easy to fall into that trap. And the other issue that I find people come up against with conscious expression and trying to be conscious in the way they express themselves is that there's this really odd phenomenon, I suppose I'll call it, that people bond over negativity. If you listen really carefully to conversations, you'll notice that someone will say, oh, how was your trip? Yeah, it was really, really, really good, but it was a bit busy down there. Like people are very quick to add a negative statement onto something positive that they say. I know I'm even guilty of doing that. I've actually really had to pick myself up on it over the last few years. It's almost like there is a comfortability, I don't know if that's a word, or a resonance that people can have over negative experiences. It's very safe to express a disappointment or a negative situation rather than just owning the totality of something being really positive and really nice and so when we're in conversation if we're unconsciously expressing ourselves we can get caught up in negative chat or in trying to relate to people through the struggle and If you're consistently trying to relate to people through the struggle, then you're emphasizing that in your own life. You can be in a conversation of people who are talking really negatively about money and not participate. You can listen. You can acknowledge, oh, that sounds like you're going through a stressful time right now, but I really hope that things change for you. You can be the person that changes the conversation. You can be the person that changes the energy of the conversation. We don't always have to relate through struggle. And although it is a societal norm, and although people love getting into groups and having a negative conversation or making fun of something or collectively hating the world, it's doing you more harm than you think. And it's funny, I know that now that I've told you this and you're gonna be conscious of it. You're gonna see how often it happens. I'm like naturally a really curious person. So whenever I'm in public spaces alone and I don't have my headphones in, I take the time to, elis- to listen to a lot of people's conversations and it's really frustrating in a way, but yeah, I guess sad to see that people love talking about negative things. They love talking negativity on themselves. And I know I use the example of money. So now let's see how we can apply this in other situations. First and foremost, like I really hope that you're not the sort of person who loves to take the piss out of themselves or I don't know if that's like an Australian slang who loves to pay themselves out in a group of people because it's funny. Like, yeah, it's funny every now and then. Like I can say something like, being an Aquarius sometimes I just don't want to fucking talk to anyone and like that's that is me just owning a fact about myself but there could be like you know you know those people who will be like oh I'm such an idiot oh of course this happened to me of course when I walk outside it's raining of course the day I wanted to do this this happened oh trust that happens to me like this like victim mentality of themselves and like this automatic feeling like the need to put themselves down in a group of people or joke about themselves and it's like the way that I see this unfolding in like the spiritual personal development world is like this over-identification with um, disempowering concepts around like human design or um, or astrology so for example like I've had clients say to me, well, I have this gate in my human design, so this means that I'm like this. And it's like, well, okay, yes, potentially that gate in your human design chart has a shadow side that you need to work with, but that doesn't make you who you are. That's just a part of your life you have to grow and learn and expand from, and a part of your life that is at risk of putting you Um, in a position of stagnancy. Now your human design, your astrology, your trauma, these things are not here to create the person that you are today. They are things that may have happened to you. They are things that might make up the tapestry of who you are, but it is your choice, the amount of power that you give these things. I really encourage you to notice how often you say, well, yeah, well, that, that I'm like this because. I struggle with this because. I have this transit in my astrology, which means that it's not gonna happen for me or it's not possible for me. Yes, you may have things in your life, in your soul blueprint that are challenging, but you were not put on this earth to not thrive. Remember, you're a spiritual being having a human experience. You are pure consciousness. Your soul is growing and on an evolutionary journey through every hard thing that happens in this life. So anything that is difficult is a growth experience for you, is a place in your life that if you choose to have a growth mindset on, you will expand from. Nothing is a permission slip to disempower you. There is a way to find empowerment in every single bit of you, even in those parts that feel really hard. Now, I will share with you how I like used to disempower, well, disempower myself with my human design. So being a reflector in human design, 1% of the population, like we're like little unicorns, we have a very open energy. Now that open energy means that all of our centers are undefined and we take in people's energy consistently. And I feel this on a very visceral level. Now, when I first found out that I was a reflector, I would be like, oh, I can't be around them. Oh, I can't do this. Oh, I can't be in crowds. Or I just was like being super fucking dramatic about it. And, oh, I don't have much energy or it must not be possible for me to do this because I don't have a defined Anya or like root center or whatever. And what I've actually learned, especially when I've been focusing on this conscious expression, is that my human design is my superpower and the fact that I have very open energy and I I'm really susceptible to other people's energies means I get to have boundaries that are so strong and I get to be unapologetic for those. And I get to go on this really beautiful journey of learning about when I'm in my own energy or when I've become imprinted by someone else's energy. And that's a really good learning for me. It's very easy to take these concepts and use them as an excuse to not be your best self or not being in your power, or give up, or not do things, but that in itself is not your soul's purpose, or your soul's journey. So I think look at the way that you express the phrase of I'm like this because you're a soul, you're a light being, you're pure consciousness, you're outside your form, your physicalness was chosen by your soul exactly as it is. There are no mistakes. Everything is there for your evolutionary journey. So just remember that. Everything you say is pretty much just like the verbal expression of your own belief systems. And I think that it can be again, easy to forget this as well. We're saying so many words in the day and we have so many thoughts. And it's interesting when you think about Well, actually your thoughts are your belief systems and your belief systems create your life. So what recurring thought are you having words that you're saying that is actually creating a belief system that isn't helpful for you? One of them that I um, struggled with at the beginning of the year was when I first created my podcast, I would say to people, oh, it takes me a pretty long time just to make one podcast. Now, I would just think I was saying that flippantly. Oh, yeah, fuck, it takes me a while to make just one podcast. And then when I actually looked into that, I'm like, well, it actually really is taking me a long time to make podcasts. But like, I'm constantly saying it. So that's a belief system that I have that podcasts take a long time. The way that I was able to reframe that when people were asking me about my podcast, I would say right now it's actually taking me a little bit longer than I'd like to create an episode, but I know that with time that's going to change and I'm going to get way faster and it's going to get way easier. And that is exactly what happened. Now I make podcasts, no notes, 40 minutes in and out, like depending how long the podcast is, but I don't, it's not a, it's not a big effort that I have to go through now. Now, yes, of course, that just happens over time and experience. But if I had kept affirming podcasts take me a really long time to make, I know that I would still be in the same position that I was a few months ago where a podcast did take me quite a while to make. What are the things that you're saying off the cuff that have become so innate to you that you think, Oh shit, I think that's actually a belief system that I hold. So I'm actually just affirming that in my life. Every time I say that, oh, I can't do this. That one comes up a lot with me with clients or I can't do it this way or my parents were like this, so I'm going to be like this too. All of those things are just belief systems that you hold. If you start by changing these comments that you flippantly say and experimenting with adding an openness and an expansiveness to these statements you're really going to begin seeing a shift in your reality it honestly is that simple i want you to look at the area of your life right now where you feel the most struggle where you feel the most blocked and just take audit of how are you talking about that area of your life not only to yourself, but to people around you. Because I think something that happens as well, you know, we can do all of the things in our own time, meditate, affirmations, but then as soon as you're unconsciously moving through the world and someone asks you about how that area of your life is going, well, it can be very easy to just switch back into that negative or I don't really like that word negative, um, that disempowering way of speaking about yourself. I suppose there is like a little algorithm that goes with it that's like acknowledge the fact, express if it's relevant, the feeling that's associated with that, and then add in an open statement or a growth statement or a statement that allows for change. And let that be the way you talk about this specific situation. And then if you have some really heavy or challenging emotions underneath that of what you're going through, well, that in itself is a completely different experience to speaking them. You need to somatically get those emotions out. If you're holding onto emotions in your body and you're not somatically at a visceral level working through them and regulating your nervous system, then your words are going to be a direct byproduct of all the emotion that you have stored in your body. So again like I said earlier those two those two things feeling your feelings and expressing yourself they are two very different things. I remember that when I was first experimenting with this concept of conscious expression in my life I wondered about the fact about what about when I'm journaling? What about when I'm feeling really scared or I have a lot of fear or I am in like a bit of a darker place? How can I still empower myself through that? Notice how I'm saying the word empower a lot because that is the bit I really want you to focus on. When you're consciously expressing yourself, you're empowering yourself and you're believing in yourself and You know, you can be journaling or talking to a friend and really be honestly expressing fears that you have but you can still do that and at the end of that say but I honor that everything is temporary and I have a 100% success rate of getting through hard times so I know this is going to be another one of those times. I acknowledge that I am having these deep-seated fears right now But I know that I always overcome them. I know that I will always go through them. I always know that my soul chose this experience for my evolution. You're still empowering yourself. You're still consciously expressing yourself. You're still opening yourself up to change. But the minute that you consistently talk about your situation or your life as if it's set in stone or as if it's not going to change, or as if the universe hates you, or as if things are bad and they're never going to get better, that is literally the way things are going to stay. You're casting that spell into the universe and affirming that that's what you want for yourself in your life. And I really don't want you to be doing that. I'll leave you guys with some journal prompts to finish off here. I would really begin by just questioning yourself, where in my life do I feel the most disempowered? Where in life right now do I feel powerless? Start with the priority place in your life where you feel the least amount of like momentum and movement or you're feeling stagnancy. Then from there, ask yourself or write down in your journal, how do I talk about this area of my life to myself, to the people I know? What sort of words do I use? Where could I improve the way that I speak? How can I create more openness? How can I be more available for change? Where can I believe a little bit more? Just start with the area of your life that feels the hardest to grasp at the moment. And from there, you making changes in that area of your life is naturally just going to ripple out into the rest into the rest of your life this concept will change your life I feel that in my own life I've seen it in others like it's just when you change the way that you speak something that you do consistently every single day when you're able to be conscious and present in conversations when you're able to be the person that's not buying into the struggle conversation or not choosing to engage in low vibrational or disempowering conversation, you're gonna make huge changes in your life without really trying that hard. We live in an energetic world, as I said earlier. We abide by the law of vibration and your words are a vibration that you're in constant contact with. That is multiple times per day, multiple times per hour that you have the opportunity to raise your vibration and everything in this world is a vibration. Nothing is exempt. What you need, whether it's something tangible or something intangible, your next chapter, your evolution, your growth, everything is an energy. And your words are one of the easiest ways to recalibrate and upgrade your vibration so that you are consistently vibrating closer to all it is that you desire in this world you're a magnificent expression of consciousness you're not a human being you're a human being in this lifetime you may have been a human being in many lifetimes before but at the core of it all of who you really are you are consciousness Anything that you experience, no matter how disempowered you feel, is there for your evolution. And when you begin to talk about these things in a way that honors your divine evolutionary journey, well, you're going to see some big change. You're going to feel better about yourself. You're going to feel more confident. You're going to feel more empowered. And that is the best feeling. You've got to be your own biggest cheerleader because no one else is gonna do it for you. You have to start with you. You have to empower you. And then when you empower yourself, the universe mirrors that back, that same reflection, that same energy, and the world empowers you. Okay, I'm about to be running late for a sauna. So I am going to just wrap it up here I hope that you guys have taken something from this today. I love this concept so much. So yeah, let me know in the DMs on Instagram how it's landing with you, any realizations that you've had, or alternatively, if you've been practicing this, like what sort of changes you've experienced in your life. You can change your entire identity through this exercise. It's pretty, it's pretty crazy. Before I sign off, I just want to remind you guys that we have some really powerful, incredible work happening in my Soul Mastery and Magic membership. I am loving this membership so much. I'm putting so much of my time and energy into it because I just know the power of being aligned with your soul and everything in this membership is created so that you can be in deep soul resonance deep soul alignment and live the life that you came here to live and get deeper and deeper with your own soul truth and your own soul truth the voice is so strong that being able to consciously express yourself and empower yourself when you're connected with your soul it just comes effortlessly because you know your unique power you understand your infiniteness and you're able to relate to yourself on like a whole different level from just this lifetime so That is my open invitation to you to come and join us in the membership. We're having a lot of fun and yeah, I'm just loving the membership. It's definitely the funnest thing I've ever created and I'm so grateful for it. Alrighty, I'll catch you on the next episode. Bye. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world to me if you could leave me a review and share it with your friends and family. If you'd like to connect with me, please find me on Instagram at Energia with four underscores or jump on my website www.TheEnergiaExperience.com.au I cannot wait to see you next time. I would like to acknowledge the Gadigal of the Eora Nation, the traditional custodians of this land, and pay my respects to the elders, both past and present.